This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, when I walk out here, you are looking at what we have come to know as championship material. You know what I'm telling you? golfing or slinging hands of monster i'm usually thinking about dynasty fantasy football a couple months back i joined the patreon just to take my dynasty passion to the next level and i'll tell you what well let's just say there's writer downers for days in the patreon the member you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show you also get access to memphis and jerry for one-on-one advice personal dynasty dilemmas they'll tackle them for you help you out with it you just don't get that anywhere else but i'd say my favorite part about the patreon is the uh the group chat tell you what these guys are some excellent minds tons of fun the fire in there is amazing great platform to post trade questions debate rookie values share insight interact with some cool people from across the globe you know shout out to those guys in australia they're blowing my phone up all the time you know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. What's happening, everybody? Happy Wednesday. And thanks for tuning in to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. And on today's show, we're going to ask ourselves, are you championship material but i tell you who's a championship material level co-host he is my main man he is the man of the hour and the man with the power he is jerry sinclair jerry what is good you may have overextended that saying i'm a championship level co-host when i left you out Outside of the, on the, in the playground in the rain, and I cheeks totally in the breeze. I forgot I had to. I forgot I had to pick you up. I had to take you to practice. I left you out in the cold. 
because I procrastinated a paper for a little bit too long. But the paper turned out okay. I am back. Give credit to Kyle. Give credit to Matt. They kicked ass. That's what they do. So that was good. I had to listen to the show without my uh, teenage squeaky voice on it, which broke my heart a little bit. But I'm back, and we got a good show. We're talking championship stuff. We're talking about winning chips. We're talking about winning money. Let's roll, baby. Man, let's get into it real quick. Uh, we got some big stuff on the horizon. So obviously the normal, the big bet tomorrow night live on YouTube and Thursday in your podcast. Hashtag winners. Uh, what my best week of games, but I crushed in player props. Then on Friday, you're going to get the flex cast by the uh, ever so lovable Maddie Big Chest. I, you know, I've, I've just gotten rid of the chest, Jerry. He's just Maddie Bigs to me. And eventually it's just going to be Bigs. Just, just the way it's going to be. I mean, he, he's Matty Biggs going forward. Then the People's Propcast. Uh, what I will do is I've been doing that podcast only, and I have had five straight winning weeks on the People's Propcast. That's where I surf all the various betting platforms looking for the best player props to gamble on going into the weekend. I did one last week on Periscope on the Dynasty Warzone Twitter handle. Uh, I will start going live with that on YouTube uh, as a way to celebrate our 100th subscriber on YouTube. Uh, really look forward to the offseason. I think that's when we're going to see a lot of growth. Why do we always see a lot of growth, growth in the offseason? Jerry, you know it's all about rookies, right? Hope, hope springs eternal. Everybody loves a good rookie show, right? And because of that, we are going to be doing a mock draft on this coming Monday's The Devi Warzone with uh, myself, Jerry, Shane P. Hallam, and Kane Fassell, uh, as well as maybe a, a guest or two. So I'm going to jump right into the next thing, which is this show, very next show, Wednesday in the podcast, Tuesday on YouTube, the Dynasty Warzone is going to have our first guest of the season and we are going to have a very, very special guest. Super excited to have a guest on. So uh, so don't be sleeping on the war zone. If, if you love fantasy football, if you love dynasty, if you love football content in general, we will not be slowing down like so many others will come January. We will be rolling deep into rookie coverage, we'll be rolling deep into player props. The offseason is going to be chuck full of orphans, startups, future bets, season-long player props. So much going on, and make sure you're subscribed on both the podcast and the YouTube channel. You won't miss a bit. Uh, now, Jerry, you, you've been doing this with me for a while. You know that in January, a lot of our dynasty and uh, redraft brethren, they go into hibernation. Like a great big fantasy football grizzly bear. And, and not us. No, 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 no. If there is a beacon of consistency, it is you smacking me in the back of the head every single Tuesday and or Wednesday. Sometimes you decide to take a trip to Italy with the wife, which is just majestic. Uh, hey, J- Jerry, I'm, I'm internationally known, but locally accepted. What hey, that's what they say, man. Listen, we haven't missed a show in, uh, what is it? Total. I mean, I, I missed uh, last two, week, but two and a half. No, we, well, even if like, uh, I'll never forget the one where a good friend of the show, Seth, posted the show for me as I sent him the audio file from the backwoods of 
Uh, it's out there in Wyoming, uh, Yellowstone, Yellowstone National Park. I had to, you know, uh, go, to walk up. So the Wi-Fi was so bad at the KOA campground. I literally had to walk up to the actual like little, I don't know, like the little hub where you check in and whatever to actually send him a file via the slowest Wi-Fi ever to, to get it to Seth so that he could get the show uploaded. You know, you've missed shows, I've missed shows, but we've been on the air every single Wednesday for two and a half years. Never missed one. And not only is that streak going to continue in 2021, we're probably going to have between three and five shows a week. Maddie and Dr. Kyle will be covering off-season injuries. Um, we're going to do some stuff around orphans. Now, why are we going to do some stuff around orphans? Because it's going to look like an orphanage up in Dynasty Twitter and the Dynasty world in general. Uh, much like the, the baby boom that's coming thanks to the COVID lockdown of last spring, there's going to be the Dynasty orphanage of orphans galore from last spring. People were locked up, cooped up. Uh, I was seeing people on Twitter, hey, I'm, I'm starting my 97th startup. And I'm like, you know, startups and, and dynasty leagues are a lot like kids. The best part's making them. And, and then you got to tend to them. And then the work starts. And so I, I think there's going to be a lot of use for stuff around orphans this coming year. What, what do you think, Gerald? I think that's probably good. And here's the other thing uh, that nobody wants to talk about. A lot of people aren't good at this game. And they're going to, or they're new. Be fair, or they're new. Because which, and then listen, that's fair. Because I listen. My pin tweet is the the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs of my first ever dynasty team, and it is it has had some lows. I'll tell you that. Uh, that's the thing, though, is it, you know that's what we try to do. We try to stop the narratives. You know, just we, we want people to ignore the bullshit that they hear. And and a lot of mistakes because uh, we've made mistakes. I, I'm not saying it because I think I'm foolproof. And we're still going to make I, more. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I have taken more dynasty bricks to the face than a little bit. And you just have to learn from it. You just got to put the Band-Aid on, rub some dirt into it, whichever route is your preferred route, and, and just keep walking. And, and hey, eventually you'll start running, baby. Have you seen, I know you have, the great American poker movie Rounders. Absolutely. The, the great line where Joey Kanish said, I was giving you a playbook put together off of my bad beats. J- Jerry and I are your Joey Kanish. We, you are put, we are putting together a dynasty playbook built off of our bad beats so you don't have to make the mistakes that we've made over years of playing this game. Last thing, we'll get into some stuff about how to, you know, some championship moves and some topics we want to get into. Five star reviews. That is the easiest, freest way to support this venture. Um, all you got to do is go into your podcast player. You know, say Jerry's got a nice beard. Why is he wearing a Michigan State cap? Uh, why is Memphis always wearing a Red Sox cap? So much more uh, to ask and to to throw in there, but it is legitimately the best way. Yes, we have a Patreon. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Yes, we have sponsors. We're going to talk about them in a minute. But the best way to keep all this content free is to rate and review the show because it makes us more appealing to future sponsors. We we want their money. We don't necessarily want your money, but that's how we grow this thing. That's me being transparent. That's me being honest. It's, it's easy. It helps us grow. If you want to leave us a five-star, cool. If you want to leave us a one-star, cool. Leave us some ways on how we can get better. And I don't normally do this, but fuck it. Let's, let's read one. Jerry, you want to read a review our most recent one? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fire away. Now, this has nothing to do with you. It has a lot to do I, with I, me. Oh, I, I saw it, and they were very nice to you. So, so go ahead so, and pat yourself on the back a little. So I'm just going to read what this fine person wrote. Here goes. The additions Memphis is doing to create a tremendous network starting a, sto- a sports betting podcast four weeks ago. I'm assuming he means the, the prop cast and listening to the big bet. I love the content. It's helped me start my own uh, creating my own thoughts and learning the ins and outs of sports betting. Uh, love everything going on with the DWZ network. And that came from Coach Alex5. Coach Alex5, you sweet son of a bitch. We love you. We love that five-star review. And if you don't want to just say nice things, if, if you will, we'll, Jerry, what's that thing quid pro quo? You do for me, I do for you. That is you, what they say. You leave us a five-star review, we'll answer your trade. We'll cover it right here on the show, either at the beginning or the end, and there's something in it for you for helping us. So um, we are going to jump into the body of the show. Um, this first one is uh, some championship secrets, a.k.a. the little things. And Jerry, do you know what this uh, this segment's brought to you by? Who is it brought to us by? It's brought to you by us. That's the Patreon, man. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Uh, we've been onboarding more members than I ever would have thought we would have in the regular season because it really exploded for us in the off season. I, I think that's when people really get the juices going. Like right now, it's like the the, the season's winding down. Uh, don't know what to do. If your league's dying out because the the playoffs are here, you got three weeks to go. Technically four, and you know th- then your league just dries up. Man, come on over to the Patreon. The group chat is going non-stop, and we've not even got to any major moves. Love the chat, and I love the questions. Like right now, the, a lot of tonight's show was inspired by our patrons. Um, they they slide my DMs, and you know, should I do this? Should I do that? If you have any questions, you can just at me at uh, DWZ Memphis on Twitter. You can slide my DMs. I'll be happy to answer any questions before you decide to make the commitment. Jerry will as well at Jerry Sin DWZ, and we can uh, we can do a one on one, give you a little preview of what the uh, Patreon's all about. So again, Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, uh, and we'll make you part of the group. So Jerry, um, this 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 first this first little thing is uh, some secrets. Again, we were just talking about moves that we have learned the hard way, and the first topic that we added to the list tonight is there isn't one guaranteed move that guarantees success. It's not an if-then statement. It's not if I trade for Devonta Freeman, then I'm going to win a championship. It sounds good. It, it sounds good on paper, but Jerry, have you ever seen a league mate or have you ever personally uh, went out and sold the farm to try to acquire that quote-unquote championship piece and <laughs> have, it bl- have it blow up in your face and then basically set a roster back for a few years? Uh, yeah, to say the least. Uh, I already talked about the pin tweet a little bit. I may have had not a not a few years for that same team this year, but I did. Uh, I did trade away a lot of younger pieces to try and win this year. And depending what Chase Claypool does on Wednesday, I may be sitting outside of the playoffs, which will be just peachy. So yeah, I've even got current experience in that. And and, and listen, I I I will say a hundred times over. You know, make the moves you can to make your team better to get over the top. You know, if you have injured players, try and get good guys. But like Randy said, 
don't be a dingleberry. Just you, you need to take a breath. You need to realize that this is a long-term game to an extent. It's not as long-term as we, as some people like to talk about. There's, I mean, it's it's one-year windows. And depending how the off-season goes, it's really one-month windows. Month to month, this game changes in a heartbeat. So don't go, don't go setting yourself back. If you want to get, you know, Nick Chubb and you want to pay a little bit extra, okay. Okay. Don't do anything stupid, though. I don't want to see you out here trading two years of first and something for Joe Mixon. Like you, you're thinking Joe Mixon's going to help you or something. Stop, stop your nonsense. You, you still need to live in reality. That's it. That's all. And, and, and now is the time that everybody does stupid moves. So if you can take advantage of it, by all means, this is the time you need to do it. Randy, take it away. Well, I was going to say the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about some, some players we've, we've been looking to add or looking to move. But the bigger takeaway here is when do you make the move? I know in a lot of leagues, the well, there's no Thursday night game this week. Thanks, Corona. But yeah. you know, the the trade deadline in a lot of my leagues, you know, will shut down 12 noon on Sunday Eastern time, just before the one o'clock games kick. Yep. Why is it that way? It's because there should be some competitive balance. But I'm also in plenty of leagues with no trade deadline. Now there there's the one time where if you're in the finals. So I'm going to share this story. I've shared it in parts before, but because he won a championship, I don't feel bad sharing his story. So last year in the Ultimate Dynasty Podcasters League, it came down to myself and good friend of the show, and just good friend of ours, period, Shane Manella, came down to me and him. We were playing for all the marbles. We were playing for for all the, the money. And literally the week leading up to week 16, it became an arms race. You know, he traded for Julio Jones, so I traded for Carson Wentz. The last year's Carson Wentz, the really good Carson Wentz. <laughs> he, you know, and and then he went over the top and traded for Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey. He took it down. He took down the money. I, I made the moves that I was willing to make. Now, in my opinion, he's probably going to have a two-year a two-year road to recovery, if you will, based on he's going to be in a dynasty recession for the next couple of years. But it doesn't matter. He got the money. I don't remember what first place was. Let's say it was half. Let's say it was half the price pool. Let's say it was three hundred bucks. He just paid for five or six years of league dues off that one championship. So he paid for his rebuild. So he made a strategic move. But like going into like week fourteen to take a big swing, man, it, it, I, I can't do it. Um, another another little uh, a little kept, best kept secret is do your research, especially as these divisional matchups are upon us. Here's one I covered on the People's Propcast last Saturday. Cooper Cup. Jerry, do you know how much I love Cooper Cup? Uh, I think if Cooper Cup, if you were going to build a statue of any player, I think it would probably be Cooper Cup. I couldn't love him any more if his last name was Cooper Young. Okay? you know He's like family at this point. But I said on the Propcast, I bet him under 60.5 receiving yards. And Why? Because I went back and I did some research. Cooper Cup versus the San Francisco 49ers. Do you know his two catches for 41 yards? That 41 yards was a career high versus the 49ers? You're, Ew. You're, but, but prior to that, it was 31. So I knew that was a bad matchup. And in several leagues, because I have Cooper Cup everywhere, where I could, where I had a, a little bit of a better matchup, I benched Cooper Cup. 
Now this week, conversely, he's playing the Arizona Cardinals, who he averages about six catches for 65 yards, and he's played uh, five games against them with three touchdowns. So, you know, the you know, 60% of the time he scores a touchdown. That's a much better matchup for Cooper Cup than last week. You have to have the testicular fortitude, the guts, the balls, to to bench certain players right now. Um, Jerry, is, is that something that you've done? Do you do a little research? Do you do your own? Is there a reference or a resource that you use if you don't do your own? Uh, sports reference, they, they're where I go for all my stats, every, everything I do. And it tells you what they have done previously against other teams. So that's where I go for that. Uh, that's a good, see, that's, that's Randy just being good at this game though. Fuck calling ourselves scouts, fuck calling us everything else that we do. If there's one thing that we can do, it's assemble a team and we can do smart things. That's the thing about this time right now. Names don't mean anything, you know, in week eight, Okay, Cooper Cup's the better player. I'll just ride Cooper Cup out. He's the guy I've invested in. We're good. The problem is that's that's not the story right now. Right now, assuming you're not in the playoffs, like you have, you know, two week playoff matchups or something, which would just be absurd right now. Boo. Yeah, I I don't hate them, but not not I don't love them either. Boo. Um, you, you're in crunch time. Right now, and there's a lot of people, a majority of people, because lots of people have lost pieces. So a lot of standings, the difference between second place and eighth place is a game or two in a lot of my leagues right now. Points, points scored. Exactly. And, you know, how you win these matchups. And these are the big ones. So you need to do a little bit of extra work. I know it's and this is the problem with the covid season and why we will have lots of orphans later on. Uh, people have lots of leagues. A lot of people are not doing this kind of research right now, and they will give these teams up when they don't make the playoffs and they're not going to have the early first-round picks. That's just why, the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. Right now, it takes courage. Right now, you have to take the name off of the jersey. You have to take the number. There you, you know, go. The, 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 the person who says, I, I, I never set my studs. Well, sometimes you have to. Because I, I tell you right now, if you're playing Alvin Kamara this week, like if you're Ooh. if you're if you're teetering on a uh, a win and I get in type scenario with Cooper with um, excuse me with Alvin Kamara, gang, you're playing with fire, and I will tell you why. The Atlanta Falcons are the fourth toughest matchup for running backs in the NFL. And that's who he plays this week. Okay, he's had two targets, caught one in his last two games with Tyson Hill as the quarterback. Do you have the stones to set him? And maybe you don't have a better option. But you know what? This is a week I don't know top of my head because the name just popped in my head. Do you have the nuts to play James White this week over, over Alvin Kamara? It seems crazy. It seems crazy. But look at the game script. They're going to be playing the Rams. That's a really good rush defense. One of the top five in the league. So so is it going to be a Damian Harris week? Or is it going to be a James White week because he catches the ball? Again, it takes courage. Maybe it takes lunacy. I don't know. And I know what you're saying. I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep at night, or I, I wouldn't feel right if I lost a matchup with Alvin Kamara on my bench and he went off. I could. I could 100% because I've got a two-game sample with Taysom Hill as the quarterback. And you know who gets the rushing yards? He does. You know who gets yeah. what few targets go around? 
Mike Thomas does. We just talked about the matchup. No, it's not easy, but you have to have the conviction this time of the year to make the big play. Now, I, I've got another topic, but anything to uh, to expound on that before we get uh, get going? Just to shift it a little bit. Let's say they have a good matchup, but they've struggled quite a bit recently. And I'm, this is a Miles Sanders type of question. Now, he's got Green Bay's rushing defense coming up, and they've struggled heavily. But that offense has not looked good. They have not worked him to death like we all hoped they would. He hasn't scored a touchdown. I know he missed some time, but I think it was week five. It's it's not been great for the Miles Sanders lovers out there. And it's a juicy matchup this week. It's a juicy matchup. You have to ask yourself, am I willing to gamble seeing what David Montgomery just did against Green Bay with the way this offense is functioning right now? That's a gamble. That I would much rather play Miles Sanders than I would to play Kamara this week. It sucks. I, I would agree with you. It, 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 it sucks big time. I mean, this is crunch time. And the last thing you want to do is take the guy averaging the most PPR points in uh, on a per-game basis in fantasy right now and put him on your bench. But it may be the one-week necessity. Now, I know the short-term IR is three weeks. I've heard Drew Brees is not coming back till week 15. Here's the thing. As long as they keep winning with Tyson Hill... There is no sense of urgency as long as they've got like a two or three game cushion over the Buccaneers. There is no urgency to rush Drew Brees back. Why? They want Drew Brees as healthy as possible. I don't think we may even see Drew Brees again until week 16. Give him a little bit of a tune up, you know, going into week 16, 17, let him get some throws and, and see what we can do in the playoffs. And does the Alvin Kamara owner still are they still playing for the championship when he comes back? That's it. That there's, it's going there to be is the brutal. pickle we are in. It's going to be a brutal one. So so there's the last thing I have on some little things you can do. I kind of look at it, and it's not it, it's not a one for one comparison. I look at it as oh, Jerry. It's in a head to head. It's a head to head lineup or a, a game. I'm playing against you, right? If you're a big favorite against me, I'm setting my lineup like a GPP in DFS. I'm taking the big swings. I'm not putting T.Y. Hilton. No one should be putting. I, I'm a Colts fan, and no one should be putting T.Y. Hilton into a lineup. But I'm not putting a guy like that. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna plug him in because I've plugged him in all season. And no, absolutely not. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna take a bigger swing with a guy like Cole Beasley in, in a in a potential shootout matchup. A guy who a couple of weeks ago had like what was it like nine for ninety or or something like that. Depending on his matchup, I'm going to take a I'm going to take a swing at the Beasles. Uh, I'm 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 going to you know reach on some guys like that. I just I'm not going down in a matchup because that's the roster I've set all, all year long. Now, if I'm a big favorite, I'm going to play my studs. I'm going to there I'm going go. to yeah. I'm going to if you know if I got like a 30 point projected win total over Jerry, I'm just going to roll. I'm just going to roll. But if I'm a huge dog and I know it, I've got to give myself the big upside. Because you 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 can't you can't upset somebody unless you have upset players in your lineup. Would you agree with that, Jerry? Absolutely. I, I think this is why building around quarterbacks and super flex leagues is such a big deal. Because you can afford to risk this kind of stuff if you have to, like if you have Russell Wilson and Josh Allen, you are sitting so damn pretty that you can go with just somebody that is a big okay, name okay. and has a solid floor. As you always do, you've diverted me like always. no one like, like like my wife without the GPS in the car. You can take me down a road that I didn't want to go down. Are you slightly, slightly concerned with Russell Wilson's play 
over the last three weeks. I'm using ESPN score. I'm using ESPN basic scoring scoring. He has not scored more than 22 points. And it looks like with uh, the return of Carlos Hyde against the Cardinals, and then what we saw with Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde back, you know that they they were uh, on the field a couple of times together, but they had like uh, 66 combined snaps between the two of them and a lot of touches. And it feels like uh, Russ is no longer cooking, at least not from scratch. He might be microwaving. Yeah, yeah. he's ordering out. He's ordering out something nice, though. He might throw a burrito. He might he might order out like a nice Chipotle burrito and throw it deep to DK because he can still have a game. But I don't think Russ is cooking like he was. Do you think, are you even a little bit nervous that Pete Carroll and the coaching staff in Seattle has seen a little bit of a recipe for success? It doesn't expose their defense as much. It gives them a better chance to win games. And uh, I think that running game and that improved defense will travel with the additions of Carlos Dunlap getting Jamal Adams back. And I think we're just starting to see a little bit of a different uh, game script in Seattle. Are you worried? I mean, I mean, to an extent, but there's, it seems like there's always one playoff week, whether it's the, the first bye week that the, the contenders have or the, the semifinals or the finals where Russell Wilson just goes for 35 or 40 points and wins teams weeks. So, I mean, yeah. I, I I don't remember exactly who tweeted it, which, of course, I don't. A guy that is trying to make a living out of sourcing material I can't even source. I think it was Izzy, actually, our friend, friend of the show. Uh, did the points per game between him and Kirk Cousins since week five, and it's almost identical. Uh, so, hey, yeah. I mean, Cap- I mean Captain, Kirk. Captain Kirk is going to carry me to the Scott Fishbowl playoff starting this oh, week. My team. Thanks a lot, hey. Dak. Him and uh, him and Deshaun Watson are doing your boy. Oh, and Antonio Gibson and James Robinson because yeah. those, oh, those, oh, oh, that's the, that's all you have. To- the, the, them's them's my boys. So anyway, we're gonna jump into some stuff that you can do with a uh, with a contending roster. Some moves that I would or would not make, and obviously Jerry's going to uh, have some input on these as well. But this little segment is brought to our buddies over at uh, Viridian Global. They're our apparel provider for the Dynasty War Zone, as well as our man, Matty Biggs. Uh, Matty is our uh, designer-in-chief, if you will. He created the sweet DWZ logo that looks like the old NWO logo, uh, the one that has a military Air Force-type feel, and most recently just launched the Dynasty War Zone Ugly Christmas sweater. It is a thing of beauty. Uh, Maddie also was the mastermind behind the Aaron Godgers t-shirt as well as the Hawkamania t-shirt. You can check all those out over at Viridian Global. That's V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, Viridian Global. It's also, if you hit pause on the podcast and go into the, the show right up, there's a hyperlink tapes your, takes you right to Viridian Global. I know we like ease. We like comfort. We like speed. Again, hit pause, open the show notes. Hyperlink will take you right to the website. You can cruise around and uh, you can check out my boy, Matty Big Chest at Matty Big Chest. And he has got a exclusive discount code for first time buyers at Viridian Global. If you're looking to get stocked up on some sweet fantasy football merchandise as well as Dynasty Warzone merchandise, Head over to V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, VeridianGlobal.com, and get the hookup. Jerry, before I ask you this first question, you would look good 
um, half hungover, maybe drinking some eggnog in a DWZ Christmas sweater. Uh, I actually like those a lot. Um, they are the, sharp. It's it's got the the awesome. I'm trying to point at it the the symbol in the corner here. It's got that on there. I mean, I tend to be an ugly sweater guy. I feel like that's that's you, what you millennial males do. Yeah. Oh, I, I bet you you have a collection of them. Well, well let's get into to a collection of things that you can do on a contending roster. Some do's and don'ts, if if you will. Uh, uh, first one that I put down, Jerry, was I'm not moving uh, any perceived top 18. And by this point, you should pretty much know going into week 13 yes. about, where, about where the picks are going to be. And I'm not moving a top 18 pick in a super flex or a tight end premium. I don't think this class, uh, I started doing my research over the four day Thanksgiving break. Uh, I had a little foot injury, so I was holed up on the couch doing some, uh, some research, but I'm, I'm not moving a top 18 pick uh, unless someone's given away a bargain. You know, if someone says, Hey, I'll take your one Oh nine and I'll give you Austin Eckler and I'm a contender. I'm in there like swimwear, but I'm not proactively going out and looking to move those top 18 picks right now. I wouldn't move any first in a one QB non-tight end premium. Outside of that, I, I'm willing to listen. I, I'm willing to talk. But are you moving first right now as a contender? Unless you're blown away? Um, I would have to be blown away. Uh, and it would have to be a situation... I'd have to be stealing. The, the, the term, I would have to I be mean, literally like criminal. I don't I, even want to say that. I'll, I would have to be trading someone that's hurt. Like it and and a first to maybe make a move. Like I'm trading Cortland Sutton and a first or something to try and get something that's really good that can help me win. But as if I'm not immediately helping myself win the championship now, no, because it's going to increase in value. It, it, it happens every year, and we say it every year, and yet nobody listens. I mean, I mean the Warzone listeners listen, but every everybody in every one of my leagues, they don't they don't listen. They trade them away at any and all opportunities, and even guys that hoard them, they will hoard them, and then they will just trickle them away, and trickle them away, and and it, it just wait till March. Stop it! You did your job. Wait till March. Wait till April, and then just. We're going to talk about some guys here in a minute where maybe I would move at that, that second round type pick to, to, to maybe get a piece. And we'll talk about some guys. And, but the, the, and this came from my man, Izzy Alcafast. I learned this a long time ago, long before I ever started a podcast. The only thing, the only thing that you own in Dynasty that will accrue more value between now and March is those 20 21 draft picks and you might say well memphis i have i have justin herbert he's a very he's a very hot young quarterback you know what if he gets joe burrow this weekend knock on wood that that does not happen to that man yep. but if that happens this weekend digs town just straight down it happened to say quan barkley uh it's 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 impacted mike uh thomas i've seen michael thomas go as cheap as i've yeah. seen him but that pick it's not going to get an acl that pick is not going to go three straight games with one reception like Alvin Kamara. It's not going to punch its girlfriend. It's not going to get drunk. It's not it's going to get COVID. It's not – it just that, those it picks, just up, baby. Those picks are only going to grow. And rookie like, – to me, it's a combination of two – I don't want to say diseases in the middle of, of a pandemic, but I also don't give a shit. The, the combination of rookie fever and FOMO – it's a it's a dangerous cocktail. It true, especially, it, it true. especially FOMO though. The the fear With, of missing out on top of rookie fever 
it, it just it, it, so normal normally it, it, it's just a few things that make us stupid but that but those rookie picks in the spring <laughs> will so make bad. us but but, but, I, but I do I do have a couple of guys um and, and, and I, I put I put down go for rentals but in the right location. Now, I'm not going to tell the full joke because I will drop the occasional F-bomb, and other four-letter word, but I will keep it above board from an adult entertainment standpoint. But, Jerry, do you know what throwing a fastball, trading for dynasty players, and selling real estate have in common? No, but I'm ready. Location, location, location. It's where you're able to get these guys. And what I mean by location in Dynasty Fantasy Football is if I'm going to trade for a guy, and i got a couple of examples of some good ones right now. If I'm going to trade for a guy, I'm looking no late, no, no more than a second, but what am I getting as far as playoff schedule? It feels very redraft-ish, but for the next month, the next four weeks, Dynasty is very redraft-ish. So a guy, a couple of guys that I have down, um, I've already done this in a couple of my leagues, Raheem Mostert for a second, if I'm a legit contender. He has the Washington football team, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Arizona Cardinals. Those are all uh, bottom uh, 18 rushing defense. Washington's like in the middle. They're the 14th best against the run in uh, fantasy points, but I, I'm, I'm still okay with it. Another good one. Ronald Jones. He may be a little bit more expensive. Maybe you can't get Ronald Jones for a second, but that's about my cap. Ronald Jones is going to face Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit. One of those is at home, and two of those are in domes. And that's a good matchup. Uh, One that I don't love that would be in this price range for me is Chris Carson. Again, he faces the Washington football team, the Rams, and the New York Jets. And you may say, well, the Jets. The Jets are all the Jets, the, the, the football team, and the Rams all top 15 against the rush in fantasy points this year. I'm looking for that perfect, Jerry, that perfect intersection of playoff matchup and acquisition cost. I'm looking to maximize both. I'm not looking to overpay. And I think this is where you got to put your buyer's cap on. I really do. I think you have to go to that Chris Carson owner and say, hey, listen, you know, Seattle is, uh, he's going to be a free agent. We don't know what Seattle's going to do. Are they going to commit to him long term? I'm taking a lot of risk here. I'm giving you the future. I'm giving you a second for Chris Carson. And I don't know what's going to happen. I'm giving you a second basically for the next four games. The same conversations to be had with the Raheem Morris owner. I don't know what's going to happen. They could draft a running back. They could bring one of the many free agents in this offseason. We've seen Kyle Shanahan use a committee before. I need some assurances, so I'll give you a second. Let me go win a ship. You enjoy the draft pick. Does is that a, a thing that you do? Are you looking at schedules versus acquisition cost? Because if not, you're gonna. Uh, in in the event that I'm a contender, absolutely. But actually, this is the thing that is really in your wheelhouse. If there's anything I've noticed from the leagues that we play in, you can win games with people that are not sexy. And and it's these types of guys because these types of guys get overlooked. Uh, what about Wayne Goldman? I just traded you Wayne Goldman. Wayne, Wayne Goldman about- is a is a beauty. I will be using him because over his last handful of games, including in a plum matchup, Kareem Hunt has shit the bed. He is he is <laughs> he has soiled the sheets 
of his dynasty dynasty GM's lives. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bench him. And yes, I know he plays Seattle this weekend. It doesn't matter if it's Daniel Jones. You know what? He'll check down more because he's going to be limited from a mobility standpoint. If it's Colt McCoy, he has no choice but to check down. He's he's a, he's a five foot nine. He's a six foot tall guy with a nine with a nine yard passing radius. Wayne Gallman is is, is going to work out great. Um, this goes back to you 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 win with what you got. You this goes back to manufacturing wins. You just have to manufacture a W. You know I don't have to. I don't I don't want to win with style. You know, isn't that what Buzz Lightyear says? That wasn't flying. That was falling with style. I don't want to. I don't want to lose with style. I just want to win. I'll win ugly. I'll win pretty. I'll, I'll I'll win with luck. I'll I'll win in a runout. I don't care. I just need to win right now, baby. What Al Davis say? Just, just win, win baby. baby. Just win, baby. That's all we want to do. Listen, that's why at the Dynasty Warzone Studios, his name placard on his desk says Moneyball Memphis because he's just manufacturing wins. That's this, this, that's your wheelhouse. That's why I wanted to talk about it because it seems like every time I look at your team, it, it's like week three, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna trade for Randy's first because that's a dog shit roster, and then all of a sudden Wayne Gallman's getting him points, and Raheem Mostert's giving him points, who I didn't trust at all. He's a pain in the ass. That's why. That's why you got to watch out for this guy in your leagues. I, hey, you know, it, it's one of those things in the uh, the world famous goat leagues with JD and Dan. Uh, in the one QB league, the OG, the one we've been rocking about five or six years at this point, I wasn't planning on contending. But hey, what do you know? I drafted a, a, a young fellow named James Robinson, and all of a sudden, uh, my, my team's doing good, and I, I'm looking to, I'm looking to uh, to get in the playoffs. But I'm not going to make any moves because I've got a couple of firsts, including the locked up 101. Um, I've I've made some conversations about that 101. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, but I, t- I tell you what I will do, Jerry. I'll tell you what I will do. Are you ready? Yep. I'm going to give the stands their mans. Bro. You know, you know, so Preach. many so many of these guys, because like right now, you know, if I got a Corey Davis, and I know the Corey Davis owner maybe He's, has a little, a little something I want. Yeah. Hey, man, because we're going to talk more about Corey Davis specifically in a minute. But there are certain dynasty assets that are just so polarizing, so polarizing maybe it's the college they went to maybe it's just the 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 rookie hype has never left them like a Corey davis like a will fuller although he's suspended um uh like a jarek mckinnon there's a name it's like it's like i think is that is it brokeback mountain where i can't quit you i can't quit you 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 find the guy in your league or the lady in your league that you just know loves certain players sterling shepherd's another one God, I'll they, never get that. They, one, they, they, right? they, Curtis Samuel. There's a pocket. <laughs> there's, there, there's a lot. There's a pocket of 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 players that just no matter what, someone's going to give you something for them. As a contender, you're probably not. You, if you got here, it was in spite of these some bitches, not because of them. So this is your opportunity as a contender to maybe get that little piece. Maybe maybe you start adding a couple of draft picks. It's it's, it's kind of the, uh, the opposite of what we've been told in Dynasty. If you're a contender, you're a buyer. If you're a uh, a rebuilder, you're a seller. Why not? Why not start chipping away and getting a little value off of pieces that didn't even help you get here? Are, are you with that? I, I'm with you. And listen, Will Fuller did help you get here, but this is what Will Fuller he does. He did last week. 
Yeah, yeah. God, Jesus. My man was just laying it down. But that's th- this is what Will Fuller does. Listen, whatever he was taking, the whole league should take it. Because that man has been injury prone his entire life. And this year he has been healthy as an ox. That is a miracle drug. It needs to be issued to all human beings because it is a super drug. Let me tell you this. I'm going to quote one of my favorite professional athletes of all time, and he's not a football player. He was an MMA fighter, Chael Sonnen. As Chael Sonnen once said, every drug is a performance-enhancing drug. If you go to your doctor and they give you something that makes you feel worse, that is called malpractice. So everything is a performance-enhancing drug. There's just levels of tolerance that we have for these things, and I agree. If there's a drug that will keep Will Fuller on a football field for all these games in a row. Forget the Corona vaccine. Give us that. Give me whatever Will Fuller was on, because if it can make his hamstrings bulletproof, coronavirus never stood a chance. All right, we got one last segment for you. These are some little things that you can do as a non-contender. And this is brought to you by my friends over at Hate Brand Goods. That's my man, Matt Vincent. He is a two-time Highland Games world champion. Yeah, that's right. Throwing rocks and sticks in a field. Uh, you've seen the Highland Games. You, you probably recognize the big caber, the, uh, the, 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 the rock on a chain. Uh, just Google Highland Games. Just Google Matt Vincent. You'll see him. And, you know, he has got a really interesting mindset as it relates to training that I've even adapted to other things in life, including including my dynasty game. And, and I love I love the active wear that he sells. Hate brand goods. They just released two more colorways of my favorite shorts. Both are in a UPS truck on their way to my home, and you can get a discount. That's right. They have a Black Friday deal still going on, Cyber Monday deal still going on. But if you use the promo code Memphis at checkout you will save additional cash. So go over to thehviii.com. That's the and the Roman numeral for eight. Thehviii.com. Get the hookup. Promo code Memphis. You can look as sweet as I'm looking tonight in my hate brand t-shirt. But Jerry, are you ready? Are you ready to talk about a little move you can make as a, as a, as a non-contender? Absolutely. And I saw you have a couple good ones. And the thing about being a non-contender is it's the most fun, believe it or not. Because you've something has happened which has knocked you down a few pegs, or maybe you picked up an orphan, or your startup wasn't great, and it's the build. Because when you eventually do get that win, God, it feels so good. So let, let, let's talk about a couple. You got some good ones. Fire away with this first one. Well, I, I appreciate your kind, kindness. I am looking to acquire players that are going to get a value bump in the spring. And what I mean by that is, is guys that will be on new rosters. Um, I do have one example of a trade, which is Sam Darnold. His stock is so depressed right now yes. in, in Superflex leagues that if I, if I was a contender and I could give up like the 111 for Sam Darnold, I'm going to do it because I'm not going to get a quarterback back at the 111 that with Sam Darnold. And where is Sam Darnold going to wind up going? Probably to the Colts. I've heard rumors of the Steelers. Uh, I've heard rumors of the 49ers. You get out of – that's like getting – that's like being adopted by, you know, Bill Gates after living in an orphanage, you know, for the last 
12 years. And all of a sudden, you're, you're, you, you went from having nothing to having uh, potentially everything. It's why I liked Justin Herbert so much more than I like Joe Burrow. It's not that I think Justin Herbert's a better overall talent or quarterback. I like the atmosphere of the L.A. Chargers so much better than the Cincinnati Bengals. So, so Joe Burrow's a guy. I made a list, Jerry. I'm like Santa. I'm like Santa check Memphis. Check it twice, baby. I made a list. I did check it twice. Some other guys, Corey Davis. We talked about his stands. Yes. You know where Corey Davis will probably be plying his trade next year? Not Tennessee. And he's going to wind up maybe going to the New York Giants or maybe the Eagles. They clearly need some fucking receiving help Man, over, over, over there in, in the, the, the city of brotherly love. And then what, what are his stands going to do? Oh, my God, finally. <laughs> out, out from under the oppressive thumb of the Tennessee Titans. Free at last. My man is free at last. Corey Davis is going to get an artificial value bump. Absolutely. So, and so, and he's playing well now, so it's going to be even more so when John, that time rolls around. John John Ross. John Ross, same thing. Free at last. Finally no longer going to be a bangle. Someone's going to be like, finally, a big-armed quarterback knows how to use him. Can't wait because, you know, John John Ross has flash in the pros. Another guy, this will blow your mind, Key Sean Vaughn is a guy I'm looking to buy. Why? Because currently we've, we've seen him have flashes. Could be hot flashes, but it's just flashes for now. But what I do know is that next year will be the last year of Ronald Jones' rookie deal. What else do I know? They're probably not going to have the, the cap space to sign Chris Godwin to a long-term deal and bring potentially Gronk back as well as others and pay Leonard Fournette when they could get easily what they've gotten out of Leonard Fournette today out of Keyshawn Vaughn. He's out of sight, out of mind, kind of guy that, hey, I'm looking to throw you a third. We're going to get into this next week with a very, very special big-name guest that you'll want to be here for, talking about this rookie running back uh, class. But it's like it's like the Kardashians. It's very shallow. It's very shallow and very little substance to the running back position in 2021. There's Marlon Mack. You know, I, I love Marlon Mack. I, I think Marlon Mack's a better football than we give him uh, player than we give him credit for. Absolutely, and he, could, he could easily wind up in a good situation. I'll hit you with a couple others. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett is going to be a free agent. The Rams probably will not have the money to re-sign him because they've already made the decision to sign Tyler Higby, and <laughs> they and they drafted Bryson Hopkins out of Purdue who will be in the second year. Bryson Hopkins is a guy I'm looking to acquire cheap. So those are the kind of guys that, not today, in December, hard to believe it's December already, but come March, come April, as more information. But that's that's the reward you get for being a Dynasty owner who listens to the Dynasty Warzone. Because you're six months, you're four months, you're three months ahead of your competition. And then when that silly son of a bitch goes to go look for you know, Gerald Everett, they'll see that you have him and you'll be like, ha, 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 so long, sucker. I've already got these guys because th- that's how you can buy equity. You can buy you can buy them cheap. You flip them in the spring. Jerry, I think that was the one that you liked the most. Yeah, the, listen, the, the quick flip, there was there's sort of two two sides to that topic. There's the one where you can find guys that are going to increase in value that you want to put at the end of your roster. Anthony McFarlane is another guy for me because James Conner is a free Great agent. Call. He, and Great call. Great call. And he could easily jump into a role there. But that's a guy I'm holding on to. That's not a guy I'm flipping. But then in those other situations like Corey Davis that we talked about, Randy, you know damn well as much as I do that the moment that guy signs on any team, any 
team. I don't care if it's Jacksonville, even if they have Justin Fields, it will still be an increase because AJ Brown is not there and he's not in Tennessee and it's going to be a different story. So that's, that's what I like. It's you need to think about this situation. And then you also need to think, are these the guys that you're throwing at the end of your bench? Like, Keyshawn Vaughn and Anthony McFarlane and, and Gerald Everett, or if they're guys that you're flipping later on. Love it. E- easy way to boost the bottom of your roster and at the same time give you something to work with later. You're not getting descending assets. I like it. You're a smart man, Randy. Let's go. Let's keep hey, this going. Okay. We're cooking. An- another one. Look to uh, th- th- this. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one a title. This one is entitled The Izzy Elkafass. Of the Dynasty Trade Calculator. I named this after him because that's what this man does. He has inspired me. He will take every little meaningless third and fourth and fifth round draft pick. He'll take them all. He'll take them all. He, he wants it at the back end of every deal. Hey, throw me a fifth. And in your mind, you're like, okay, whatever, fifth, okay, take it. Okay. But he takes them. And every year, every year without fail, he turns a second into a first. Because because people want to buy on credit. Yes, I will give you my 2022 first for your 2021 second because I got to have it right now. It's very American. It's very American, you know. Then he'll take that. He'll take that that third, and and he'll trade you for a 2022 second. And he does this, and he stacks, and he layers, and he stacks, and he layers, and he stacks. Because he's he's the kind of guy who's got so many draft picks, so many draft picks he could never draft them all. Never, but he knows he's a very smart man. He knows, he knows that that his league mates are going to come crawling. They're going to be on their hands and knees. They're going to have on their amateur scout coat. They're going to have spent four months on their podcast talking about arm strength and burst and agility, and they're going to see that diamond in the rough that they gotta have. And, Izzy, and you know what they're going to have. They're going to have that fear of missing out. And, and they're going to have Izzy in their inbox having them overpay for a fourth-round pick because simply because he has it. It's a genius move. It's a great move that you can do as a non-contender. Go ahead and make those deals. Just get every little breadcrumb you can along the way because that's it's, it's, like, it's like walking down the street, not getting a fourth or a fifth-round pick, and I know it sounds so chintzy, but not getting a fourth or a fifth round pick is like walking over, walking down the street and being too good to bend over and pick up a quarter. I, I'm not too good to bend over and pick up a quarter. And, no. and because eventually, if you pick up enough quarters, you, you can turn them into something, something decent. So that, that's the Izzy, man. Get every little meaningless, minuscule draft pick that you can. They all matter. I like it. And listen, we've, we've mentioned Izzy a couple times on this show because he's one of the. He thinks like we OG. do. And that's why, He's an OG. And, well, yeah, but he he thinks theoretically about the game. It's not like this guy's good, so I like this guy, and this guy's better than this guy. It's setting a foundation for a roster and a theory for the game, which is why I like him so that, much. That's the word. He is a true theorist. He 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 has theories, and um, in his case, they are very tried and true. He's one of the handful of guys that uh. That I dig, but Jerry, here's a good one. Here's a, this is this is one that you do a lot, and yeah, that's I why do. I put it on here. Time to tend to the wounded. It's time to put on your medic hat, and we want to go after guys like Saquon, guys like Dak, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, depending on what's going on. He's on a bye and potentially hurt, and those are those those are those contenders. Those are those contenders. So those guys are all in tears. 
Obviously, CMC and Barkley are in a tier. DJ Moore's in a tier of wide receivers. Dak in a tier of quarterbacks. Can can you move a Miles Sanders to a contender for Saquon Barkley? Can you move Miles Sanders and maybe a, a second for Christian McCaffrey today? As we say it, just as I say those words out loud, you are thinking preposterous. You are thinking poppycock. That is pure poppycock, and that is preposterous. Maybe. Maybe it is, but you don't know till you ask. Because Miles Sanders is playing the 31st-ranked Green Bay Packers this weekend, and we don't want to miss out on our opportunity. Um, I, I think you start poking. Now, this only works if the the wounded players are on contenders. Because if, yes. you're, if, if, if you're a non-contender, um, I told you months ago to take these hurt guys, Cortland Sutton, Saquon Barkley, uh, Dak, put them on the bottom of your roster so you can't even see them. And then, like, it's opening up Christmas presents at the end of the year. Like, oh, shit, I forgot I, I had a Dak share. Okay, this is great. So, so, but yeah, if, if you can find a contender with some of those, Jerry just did this to me, honestly. He did this to me. Uh, I'm a contender. I had very little draft capital. He sent me Wayne Gallman. He sent me um, uh, Gallup and a first. It should be like a, I'm, I'm, I consider them all a mid first till they're not. Yeah. This one right here is probably like in the 108, 109 range as a guesstimate. Yep. Um, and I sent him back Cortland Sutton. Uh, Cortland Sutton did not fit my competitive roster. Um, I think Michael Gallup still has potential in maybe as soon as next year. I think in two years, in 2022, uh, Amari Cooper will not be a Cowboy based off of financial reasons. And that'll be around the time that Dallas will be making a decision on a guy like Michael Gallup. I think he's the perfect Robin to CeeDee Lamb's Batman eventually. So that's the kind of move you just made on me, Jerry. What was your mindset when you sent that offer? I like Cortland Sutton and I knew I knew who I was trading with. You have a good team. So I tried my best and it's hard. It was hard for me in that league because I have a piss poor roster. I have lots of picks. I had seven first round picks, but your first round picks aren't going to help you try and win a championship. So that's why I threw Wayne Gallman in the deal because I don't I don't really need Wayne Gallman. He's not going to be on my roster. He doesn't matter because my team is borderline one of the worst rosters he, in he's Dynasty. just making your pick less he's making your personal first round pick less Worse. valuable yes because because he gives he gives you that dark horse shot of a chance to win a week that you don't want so, so instead of you, tanking and pissing people off you trade him to me yeah and you i you're easy to trade with for me i have your cell phone number i can text you i can bother you i didn't even need to that was a quick accept that worked great uh, I also know not to fiddle around with Randy because if you if I send you some bad stuff, you're going to ignore me. You're not even going to encounter it. So I, I I at least sent you what I could. But I like Cortland Sutton. I this is what I do with uncon with non contenders is I I buy injured guys and I make my pick which I own. Make sure you own your pick if you are doing this also. So you get the early pick. So you get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Travis Etienne or who you know, whoever. It ends up being, it doesn't matter because everybody's going to come crawling for you come April or May. That, that, that's what you got to do. Go. I have accumulated so much Sutton, so much Dak. I have a few Saquon shares, and I don't think I've ever owned Saquon anywhere prior to this year. I, this is what I like to do. George Kittle's another one. Let's talk about getting George oh, Kittle. This man. is your chance. That's my man's, yeah. And, and he's a difference maker. He's a difference Exactly. Well, I, I, this perfect timing because we have two more of these left. The, the the next one, this will 
this will uh, honk some horns and, and, and push some buttons, but don't be afraid to take the discount on the aged name player. Okay? I'm talking Julio Jones. I'm talking T.Y. Hilton. I'm talking take whatever you can get for A.J. Green. And I'm going to tell you where the idea of this came come from. Uh, up until I recently switched jobs about a year and a half ago, I spent 16 re- years running a large retailer. I, I was a store manager of a Dick Sporting Goods for a long time. And you know what you still find on their clearance racks? Nike, Under Armour, Adidas. Because even the name brand stuff sometimes has to go on clearance. Because you got new shit coming in. You can't put the new shit out if the old shit's still on the way. So what do you do with it? You mark it down. You put it on the clearance rack. Everything must go. And and you sell it. That's what you do. And you know what? If they don't sell it on the first markdown, you sell it on the next. You, you mark it down again. You know what? I, I am not, I'm not going to not have Julio Jones age out on my roster as a non-contender. I am doing it wrong. Yes, it's going to ruffle some feathers. Oh, my God, I couldn't believe you took so little for, for Julio Jones. Uh, okay, as a non-contender, you can't afford to have Julio Jones on your roster. Yes, you may only get as bad as this sounds, and it hurts my soul, down to my coal black, dirty soul. But, but you, 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 you may have to take like the 204 for Julio Jones. You know what? It sucks. It sucks. You're, 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 you're getting 50 cents on the dollar, but it's 50 cents you'll be glad you had in May. Because he's 32 years old. He has played through a litany of injuries. And I'm just using Julio as an example. You can take any age of guy. I love I love T.Y. Hilton. I think with competent QB play, he could still be a Julian Edelman-esque 31, 32-year-old in the right high-powered offense. He's just not there. He, right, right guy, wrong place. So if I can get a third for T.Y. Hilton, he gone. Yeah. Move him. Collect those picks, man. It sucks. It sucks because there's so many emotional attachments. Julio Jones has probably won you leagues or brought you great, great super highs, the legal kind, unless you live in Michigan. You know, whatever. But you you, you get what I'm getting at. You know, there's an emotional attachment that you just have to detach yourself from as a dynasty owner at this point. So, so Jerry, uh, I know this one hurts to say because there's certain veterans that I know you love, Marvin Jones, uh, Matt Stafford, but but sometimes you just have to say goodbye, even if the price is a little low. I mean, it's true because the what what is that person dying on your roster going to get you, Randy? You know what they're going to get you? They're going to get you fantasy points, which is oh. going to make your draft pick worse, which is oh. not going to help you rebuild. I was going to say fuck all. They're getting you fuck all right now. <laughs> there you go. That's very British of you, and I like it. Um, but that if that's what they're going to do. It's not going to do anything good for you. And and listen, it sucks to trade and get a second for Julio. Hopefully you can pair your second with Julio and get a first. That's sort of my strategy when it comes to that. Just try and move up around as best you can um, or take a future first if you have to. Yeah, if I could get a 2022 second for Julio right now, as soon as he, you know, if he comes back this week or maybe you have a Julio fan out there, yeah, I, I love that. It's a great call. Add a pick to Julio and move up around. And the other thing is not necessarily super old guys like that either. Let's talk about like David Montgomery. Like how how fast is like David Montgomery had a good week? You going to rely on David Montgomery in 2021 or 2022? What are the odds that even Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are even there? That's and what even, I'm if, even if they are, how, how bad has he played? 
Uh, we're going to get into this next week as we talk about running. We did this a couple of weeks ago with Shane Hallam with quarterbacks and who we think was safe and who wasn't. We're going to do a version of that next week with our guest. But not only with Julio, but you can just start looking at who's the next Julio. Yeah. Who's the next T.Y. Hilton? Who's the next Julian Edelman? Hey, can I get ahead of the curve? And can why I... is it T. Higgins? Oh, well, he's he's 23, not 33. I know, I know. I get know. the hell out of here. Speaking <laughs> no, of I mean elite of... asset. That's what I mean by elite I'm asset, bu- not, not dying asset. I'm busting your chops. All right, speaking of getting out of here, we're going to get out of here, but I have one more. Okay. One more. If you have to make a trade this week, as a non-contender, don't be afraid to buy some goodwill. I have done this before. I think, Jerry, you have too. Always. D- don't be afraid to, to quote-unquote lose a trade. And then be like, hey, but you owe me one in the future. And then write that down. Keep a book. That's Leo Siga at Leo P. Or just, he's part of the DLF. He's great. Leo invented keeping the book, the literal book of notes on all your fellow GMs and dynasty leagues. And just tell them you owe me one. Hey, man, we got the deal. We're super close. Do I have to add this pick? You know what? Fine. Screw it. Whatever. You keep the pick, but the next time we make a deal, you owe me one. You owe me one, and I'm going to come collect. And if that owner is a good owner, someone worthy of doing business with, then that GM is someone that you need to uh, just don't be afraid to call in that favor later. Maybe it's during the rookie draft. Maybe it's next year when you have, you're a surprise contender. You never really know. But there's nothing wrong with having that favor from a couple of league mates out there to be able to call in when you need it the most. Jerry, now I've done this to you. I've done this to a lot of people. That's a, it's one of my calling cards. Listen, I am the person that just lets you get away with it, though. I usually don't ever call it back in. I, uh, uh, I'm a, yes. I, I, I just like when players, I get the email that says they accepted my trade, and it just makes me feel good. Um, but I hear you and there's nothing wrong with keeping a good trade relationship. You are going to continue to be with these people in your league for years to come. If it's a good league, which for the most part, most leagues are good. And they have people that love trading just as much as, as us. I don't, I don't know if the listeners trade as much as we do, but I promise you me and Randy trade a shitload. It is a lot across all of our leagues and it's good to have relationships with people like that. And if you got to bite the bullet one time, okay, that's fine. Listen, if a person, if, if a person wants a third this time, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the third this time. But then when they're doing what they're doing again in a couple of months, bro, I'm just saying you did this to me last time. Like, let's just not do it this time. I gave it to you this time. How about we just not do it and we'll call it good. And you know, yeah, we'll move forward. Okay, let's go. Uh, absolutely. Remember in deals, that's why people assume that Jerry and I make so many deals because we, we, we host a podcast together. It's not. Jerry knows how I conduct business. I know how Jerry conducts business. I, I, I know what he's looking for. I know how his mind works. I respect him. I treat him with respect. I, he I had look to say at, that slowly, though. I, I did. It's hard <laughs> I, from, from, from a dynasty standpoint. Uh, I still bust his chops, but I I know what motivates him. I know what dismotivates him, and I I know how to keep the window going. I would never insult him. I know I know that if I send certain offers to Jerry, it's going to insult him. So why insult someone? Why burn a bridge? You know, sometimes you, people just get so greedy with trades 
that they never get any trades done. I'm not going to name any names. There's a guy that I'm in a league with that I actually DM with other owners when they make trade offers. Like we'll t- we'll, we'll, we'll screenshot each other. It's, it's like it's a uh, it's a, it's an adjective now to describe. Yes, it the, is a, a bad type of trade. It is a horrible type of trade. You're like, did you get a fucking load of this? Did you did you see this bullshit? I'm like, I know, I got one. I got one too. I, I got one too. And, and, and you don't want to be that owner. You really don't. I'll, I'll leave you with, with this Memphisism. Actually, I stole it from Amarillo Slim. Pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Meaning, don't be afraid to take your bite and move on instead of having to have it all because you're just going to lose relationships. All right, Jerry, that's it, man. I'm ready. To, I'm ready. I'm ready for rookie season, man. I'm ready to start talking about these rookies. This is your wheelhouse. This is your baby. Are you ready to talk rookie running backs next week on this show? Come on, man. It is time. It it, it doesn't feel like it's real because it's December, but it's December. It's going to be December to remember. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) This guy. It's going to be great. And people are like, but but Memphis will be going into week 14. Who cares? Jerry, the the hay's in the barn. Listen, there's going to be – what does that mean? Jerry, you, have you ever heard the saying, the hay is in the barn? No. Come on. Okay, well, I grew up working on farms. And the hay in did. the barn means it means like you, you, you grew the hay, you cut the hay, you bailed the hay, you put the hay in the barn, you're done with the hay. We're done with, we're done with the dynasty season. We, we've, we've built the teams. We've had the rookie drafts. We've fixed our orphans. We've played 13 weeks. We know where we're going. There's no longer any need for our help from a roster construction standpoint. It's redraft for the next four weeks. So instead of here, you know, instead of sitting here kicking tires talking about, well, maybe if you play that, that's there's plenty of great shows doing redraft content. It's I'm 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 gonna have next week's show. We had a very special show open this week with some championship material. We're gonna have a very special open next week. It's gonna be Bruce Buffer of UFC fame. With it's time. That's how he opens the show. It's time. It's time for rookies, Jerry. I'm ready for something fresh. I'm ready for fresh content. I'm ready to learn with our guests who can make us better prepared. Actual people who are actual scouts. What do you know about that? Listen, there's a reason I bring a pen and I got my notepad and I bring it to every every episode because I write down tons of stuff, just like you probably should too. It's That's why we invite people on here because they can do all this stuff. And listen, the reason we're doing it in December, we're going to be doing it, you know, the first week of December, uh, because some podcasts are going to be doing it in July. Well, they're they're going to be doing it in February or July. Yeah, when all of your rookie drafts are already done and they're still talking about who's the sleeper third round running back, shut the fuck up. I don't care. You know when I need to know about it? When I'm trying to trade for these first to a contender right now. That's when I need to do it. That's why we're doing it in December. Pro Proactive, not reactive. Boom. We're, we're not going to start our show content in February and be like, holy shit, the Combine's here. Let's do some rookie content. Uh-uh, ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen to the Dynasty War Zone. We are one step ahead. We are proactive, and the guest list are legit. Again, I keep my Devi and Dynasty circles uh, from a rookie perspective very small. Yep. And you may end up hearing the same couple of people a few times, but that's okay. They have never failed me in my quest to be the best Dynasty host as well as – There's a reason <coughs> why James I James Robinson. <laughs> that's exactly right. There's a, there's a reason why I have James Robinson everywhere. There's a reason I have Antonio Gibson 
everywhere. It's because of the amazing people that come on this show and share their knowledge, their expertise, and their talent with us and the Dynasty Warzone. So stick around. Stay tuned. Make sure to check out the Patreon. Jerry, do you know that this show was basically um, created in my dome based off uh, uh, DMs I've traded with our patrons? Now, some of our patrons, they don't DM hardly at all. Some DM a lot. I don't really care. You know why? I enjoy talking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. I like it when they say, hey, what's this trade? And here's my situation. Because here's the thing. I'm such a cold-hearted bastard, no one ever sends me trade offers anymore. So I can at least live vicariously through our patrons and help them with their rosters. And I can, you know, I can, I can give them a curveball to throw a fellow GM. And it's, it's so much fun. That's the beauty of the Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Jerry, you get them. You love it. Yeah. And listen, they're just... They're cool dudes. Not not even just and ladies. I mean, listen, yeah, yeah, and, and ladies, son of a and ladies, and ladies. Stop that now. Listen, listen. We talk about the chat and we talk about dynasty. They're just cool dudes. Like I, I, I'm, I'm helping with some Latin in, in from one Neil. Bless Neil, sweetheart. Okay, I'm going to go on a little rant before we get out of here. This man, he so he ordered a hat. He could not have the hat shipped. They don't ship internationally. Neil lives in Australia. You know, because we have we have a little bit of a following in Australia. Thank Inter- you, G. Thank you, AJ. Yeah, locally accepted. So he couldn't order his hat, so he had it shipped to my house. I said, "Sure, I'd send it to my house, and then I'll go to USPS and I'll send it to you." This man did it. I get the hat. I don't wear it. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice host of the Patreon. I send it to Australia. So mind you, we decided that we were going to pay for six to 10 days shipping. Randy, do you think that son of a bitch got there in six to 10 days? I don't know. No, no. Almost three months. Did you know it takes three months for something to ship to Australia? Are they sending it by steamship? That's what I said. I said I could have swam there. I'm not even a good swimmer. That's not true. No, it's not true. I, you, you, I get you could have walked to California, maybe caught like a, like, <laughs> like, like a, a barge. Camp. Yeah, you could have you could have, you could have got there quick. I will give you, I will at least acquiesce and say it would have been cheaper and more and more time saving to have put you on a flight to Australia and instead oh, of taking yeah. luggage, you Absolutely. could have taken you could have taken all of our Australian brothers and the patron their their DWZ gear. But guys, d- this is just a small side little conversation of the things that go on every day in the patron you you i i I will i will tell you this you will join that and you will feel like when you get done in your first week in the patreon you will feel like you're already a better dynasty player and it's not from spending time with me although that helps it's not from spending time with jerry that kind that kind (laughs) of helps but it's 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 the conversation it's the group and you are investing in your dynasty game and you are doing something that your fellow own gms and owners are not doing so um we appreciate you guys the listeners obviously we appreciate our patrons and we're looking forward to some rookie stuff again five-star reviews help us out a ton uh subscribe and notifications on on youtube and guys a lot of good stuff coming we have secured a redraft show for 2021. It's someone you know. Pretty excited for that. Um, just a just a. This is a, an official Memphis unit of measurement. 
a shit pile coming your way here from the Dynasty Warzone. That's a lot. A lot of good stuff coming coming to you, but on half of that, man, he is the man of the hour. He is the man with the power. He is Jerry Sinclair. I am Memphis, and guys, remember here at the Dynasty Warzone, we are just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll see you back here tomorrow night for the big bet next week on the Warzone with some rookie stuff. Hey, what's going on, Patreons? Man, that big bet has been working out well for me. Being able to hit up Dr. Kyle and his DMs. We're on a synchronized schedule. It's crazy. Every time I'm about to message him, he's about to message me. But uh, being able to bounce those ideas off of him and then being able to reach out to Memphis. Typically, I just do it directly to the him personally instead of a DM. But, man, I've grown in, what, five weeks of doing the sports betting. And the big bets helped. I'm able to formulate my own opinions. I do like some of the ones that they have. But listening to them and reading some of the lines and doing my own little research, I'm starting to kind of understand the ins and outs, sports betting, um, and it's going real well. Last week, I went 5-2 and two on my bets. Um, I hit a couple big parlays. One of the ones was Miami that I talked about with Dr. Kyle as soon as the opening lines came in. So uh, big bets where it's at. Patreon, you guys are great. Appreciate everything.